Welcome to the Experience Darden Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. So it's the first week of school here at the Darden School of Business. And in honor of this occasion, we wanted to talk a little bit more about all the support and resources that are available to students before they start school. And I could think of no better person to talk with us about than my admissions colleague, Whitney Kessner. Uh, Whitney is a managing director of admissions for the full-time MBA program here, and she's intimately involved with the onboarding and orienting process for our full-time MBA students. So without further ado, here's my interview with Whitney Kessner. Whitney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brett. So great. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. Of course, you're a repeat guest here on the podcast. How's everything going? How are you doing? I am well. Uh, it is the end of the summer and uh, have the students on grounds this week. All of our students are full-time, our executive and our part-time students. So needless to say, it has been super exciting, high energy here on the Darden grounds. Absolutely. We started the week with an all Darden welcome, the first of its kind. We've never had full-time, part-time and executive MBA students. And all PhD. In, and PhD, all in the same room. About 600 people, all being welcomed by Darden leadership and sharing a little bit more about the incredible classes that are here. Uh, it's a wonderful way to start the week. It's hard to believe. I mean, we're recording this on, on Friday. I kind of lose track of time on these weeks. There's so much happening. There's so many events and programming for the students. And you see them in class, out of class, doing things, exploring Charlottesville. It's a great week. It truly is. So getting to reconnect with so many of the students that we got to know through the admissions process, getting to meet so many people that we may have talked through, it talked through Zoom too, but to see them in person and having students coming from all over the United States and all over the world. So that is. Yeah, students cool. always ask me, what do I like about this week? And the thing that I always remind them is this is the first time we've ever seen the full class together. Yes. Right. So uh, on the working professional side, we meet people in October and in January and May, June, July. And so, you know, we meet people in these kind of increments, but we've never seen the full class together. And this exactly. is the first time we've ever had everybody in the same room and at the end of the cycle. And it's just an incredible moment of like, oh, my gosh, this is the class. Agreed. So a, a big shout out to uh, Darden's leadership for making that happen to uh, Melissa Thomas Hunt, Yael Grishna Kakane, to Mark Johnson, uh, and so many others for that vision and, and bringing it to uh, a reality. Absolutely. Well, we want to talk today about what happens to stu for students before they get here yes. to grounds. Uh, maybe a bit of underreported story here, but nevertheless, a really important part of the student journey. And there's so much that happens before the start of school to help get students ready for the Darden experience. And you are so intimately involved with this onboarding process. Thought it'd be great to talk a little bit about this because it is the first week of school and it feels like a good time to kind of check in with what's been happening with these students over the past few months as they got ready for this moment. Right. All right. Um, so how would you describe Darden's approach to helping students prepare for the start of their MBA program? Yeah, I think a very thoughtful, um, a very thoughtful process, recognizing that everyone, you know, particularly for the full-time uh, residential program here in Charlottesville, everyone is moving here from somewhere else, most likely. Uh, and so picking up and not just starting a graduate program, but moving. And sometimes it's them, the student, sometimes it's with a partner, a family. And so there's so many things to be thinking about. And so I think Darden's approach is really trying to provide a lot of really helpful information. A, you know, in essence, sort of a timeline to help that 
transition to help students uh, be thinking about uh, the important milestones and and what they need to be doing. Um, I think there's a you know a really thoughtful approach to thinking about not just the logistics of this move, but also where they're coming from in terms of their academic readiness and their professional aspirations, and providing some resources to, in some cases, level up, in many cases, to sort of uh, begin that conversation to share uh, and sort of raise awareness about the many, many different resources. So comprehensive, maybe <laughs> comprehensive and thoughtful. <laughs> I would, it sounds right to me. I mean, I, your point about everybody coming from somewhere else and moving here, I think that's one of the great things about mm-hmm. the experience here because you think about some schools, maybe in big cities, where school is really just where you go to school mm-hmm. and your life really plays out outside of school. Great thing about being here in Charlottesville is everybody's relocating mm-hmm. typically for this experience and they're coming. And the school is not only an academic hub, but it's also a social hub for mm-hmm. the students. And so um, that is one of the unique aspects of the experience here and why it's so rich for folks. Um, and you're right, this is comprehensive. There's career resources, academic resources, there's uh, social support, helping students build connections mm-hmm. uh, prior to the start of school. So let's talk about some of those resources. Um, one of the things that's available to students prior to matriculation is a self-paced asynchronous uh, course that our career colleagues have put together called CDY Finding, or CDY for mm-hmm. short. Uh, tell us more about this. Yeah, so our friends in the in the Career Center uh, developed this several years ago, and then every year they continue to iterate and modify. Um, but it is uh, self-paced online, uh, a series of modules that help students understand more about the general recruiting timeline for business school students, talk about recruiting with within some of the uh, popular industries. So recruiting for consulting may look different than recruiting uh, for opportunities in tech or in general management, uh, investment banking and the like. Um, So uh, there's some common, uh, there are definitely some common parts of the process of the career search process and career research, but then there are also nuances within the industry. So I think it's helping students just get a better lay of the land and understand those. There are some uh, self-assessment components to it. So as students are continuing on this on this period of exploration and self-reflection that we hope we know that they've done a significant amount of work as they've gone through actually the application process. Um, And so really looking to build on that. Um, So that is the online, um, as as we mentioned, self-paced modules. Students also have a chance to schedule an appointment with one of our career coaches. So that career check-in meeting. Um, And so those begin at the beginning of June and run through the summer. And so every incoming full-time student uh, has that opportunity to talk with a career coach and, again, learn more about the process, the resources, connect one-on-one, and then that really flows into the programming uh, with the start of school. And one of the consistent themes when we talk with students here on the on the podcast, when we ask them for advice, one of the things that they say around career is 
the more you can know about what you'd like to do uh, career-wise by the time you get here for the start of school, generally the better off you'll be because things just move so quickly. There's so much opportunity, uh, people going in all kinds of directions. And if you don't really have that clarity, it can feel kind of like you're just kind of following the crowd a little bit and can be tough uh, for students. And having these resources available prior to the start of school, maybe when you have a little bit more space and time to engage with these questions, it feels like it can be really helpful for someone so they can hit the ground running uh, when they show up here in in August. Definitely. And I think there's always going to be that balance, hopefully, between having, you know, working towards clarity and, and doing that research and talking to people so that you can hit that ground running, of course, and then being open to the opportunities as they present themselves. And I really, you know, hats off to our, our career colleagues for working so closely with the students and helping them really partner through that career search journey. Um, and just, you know, I love the the programming that they do. I think the um, really personal connection and, and really wanting to know each student, you know, more about what they're excited about, what their interests are, uh, helping them think about their career process is, um, you know, certainly thinking about the internship and that first job after they graduate, but also, you know, the duration of their professional career and where they see themselves further down the road and what are some possible pathways uh, towards pursuing those aspirations. Yes, yeah, so that you mentioned there um, that has come up in our conversations with our career colleagues is that it always starts with the individual, yeah. right? It, these are, you know, you work closely with a student, to try to understand their story, where they'd like to go and really develop a plan uh, for that student. And uh, it's a team sport here at Harden, <laughs> right? This is the, this is the thing that, yeah. that also comes up, right? It's not just the career team. You also have second year coaches. Right. You have the clubs and organizations that play an important role, right. um, you know, consulting club, finance club, tech club, et cetera. And so there's this whole group of people who are here to help and support students as they engage in their intern- internship search. They think about what they'd like to do post-graduation. Um, so it's it. Obviously, a ton of support um, that includes both students as well as as staff members and and even faculty. So um, let's talk about the academic resources that are Mm -hmm. available to students. I think we talk with prospective students. uh, First question I think a lot of people have on their mind as they look at an MBA program, you know, do I have the right academic background? You know, is there a right academic background? This kind of thing. And of course, our answer is many different students can be successful here. And you can come from lots of different places to Darden. You have lots of different backgrounds to Darden and and succeed and excel. But still, some students may say, like, look, I don't know that much about things like accounting, finance, topics that I'm going to see again in the the program. How do I brush up? How do I get ready uh, for school? Um, Tell us a little bit more about the resources and support that are available along those lines. Yeah. Just further underscoring that, Brett, you know, in terms from an admission standpoint, we don't have any prerequisites. You know, we don't have any required courses um, or backgrounds for our students. And so from an admissions perspective, we're going to ask for information and evaluate candidates and kind of understand more about their readiness for, you know, a top MBA program. Um, So if a a student is admitted to Darden, um, you know, that's great. And they, you know, are are planning to come and then recognizing that, yes, they may feel like there's some gaps, there's some areas that they would like to um, spend more time on um, or, you know, get uh, some exposure to prior to the start of school. One of our um, well-known, beloved 
uh, accounting faculty uh, is Luann Lynch, and she created a, an, a financial and managerial accounting Coursera courses. And so for every student who is admitted to Darden, uh, they will get access shortly after being admitted. Uh, they will gain access to both of those accounting courses. They are not required. They are simply a great resource to, again, brush up, as you said, or introduce you to material that you may not have had exposure to. Um, so I think that's been tremendous. And I think really students, some some students jump on that and, and want to uh, begin working on that preparation. Some, given their um, maybe commitments in their life, may choose to work on that over the summer before the start of school. But I, I think that's a definitely a really helpful and uh, important resource right off of the bat. Um, then later in the spring, we have another academic program called Be Ready, which is um, similar to our career development Y finding. It's online self-paced modules. Um, Be Ready was designed and um, the brainchild of another fantastic faculty member, Mark Lipson. Uh, and so Be Ready covers uh, finance as well as Excel, some basic concepts. And so Mark has created this and continues to uh, refine uh, every year. And so that goes live in the spring. And so another uh, way for students to brush up or you know, begin uh, to, um, to work on that material. Our most well-known, I would say, and most comprehensive uh, academic uh, pre-matriculation offering is Darden Before Darden, which is our in-person seven-day program that leads up to opening week, our orientation. And so uh, Darden Before Darden uh, gives students this incredible opportunity to be in the classroom, to be working through material that is more quantitative in nature, to experience the case method, to work with the learning team, to prep the cases, to, you know, you know, really participate in that classroom discussion led by our faculty. So again, Mark Lipson, this is his um, Darden Before Darden is a, a program he designed many years ago, and he leads. Um, and uh, and so it's truly wonderful. I mean, it definitely, um, you know, students are kind of thrown right in, uh, but they just rave about the experience and how it helps them, um, you know, get more comfortable with some of the more quantitative um, concepts early on. Uh, this uh, opportunity, you know, for U.S. Uh, as well as students coming from outside of the United States, learning in the case method is is new for pretty much everyone. And so this discussion-based uh, learning, being able to um, feel comfortable speaking up, uh, listening, sharing your perspective. Um, so Darden Before Darden, seven days leading up to uh, opening week. Um, and so, yeah, I've heard just wonderful feedback from the students who participated in that this year. Yeah, so lots of support across the academic front. And one of the things that starts happening, I feel like uh, kind of winter, spring time frame, is there start to be these town halls uh, mm -hmm. that the team will host. And all, all, many, all kinds of people from the Darden leadership on these calls as well. Admissions is there, career is there. Um, what are these events about? What, what purpose do they serve in, in this kind of orienting process? Yeah, town halls have, um, you know, 
really started more internal. Uh, we have regular staff and faculty town halls and our, um, you know, the administration will host town halls for the students um, throughout the year. And so um, this really came about during the pandemic uh, when information and the situation was, uh, you know, we were all experiencing that in real time and, and a lot of unknowns out there. And so we started to host these virtual town halls for the incoming students. And so um, the cadence is generally about once a month, uh, starting in March through either June or July. Uh, and it is a chance for um, our incoming students oftentimes to meet the people that they are really going to get to know and spend a lot of time with during the program. So um, as you go through the admissions process, oftentimes you're talking with a member of the admissions team. Uh, and so the town hall has been a great way for Melissa Thomas Hunt, uh, who is our senior associate dean for the full-time MBA to introduce herself. Uh, you know, this year, uh, she came on board, um, officially July one, but she joined our May and, and June town halls. And, you know, she introduced herself and her vision and her background. I think was really able to forge a connection with the incoming class well before they even stepped foot on grounds. Um, so, you know, getting a getting to engage with um, the the dean of the program to hear from our office of student affairs and our MBA program team, uh, Sarah Elliott and her team, Ed Warwick and his MBA program team. You know, these are the people who are really thinking about your full MBA experience, and so uh, a chance to introduce themselves, share more about what's to come. Our career team joins those town halls. That's helpful as they kind of help our students stay on the timeline and, and be thinking about sort of the bigger picture and also tactically what they can be doing now. Um, we've had our student leadership on town halls. And so, you know, they're going to be able to share uh, so much more about the um the real experience and what to expect and what they wish they had known and what their advice is. So I find them great, high energy, uh, you know, the incoming students are able to ask questions. So just a really great information sharing. Yeah. And it's, it's been a nice uh, opportunity also to help the students make some connections amongst yes. themselves, right? Yeah. And many of these town halls, there's also a time for breakout rooms yes. and I'm glad you know, you mentioned small that. steps. Uh, nevertheless, it's you know, a chance just to meet some of the people, your future classmates. Totally. I mean, those uh, those breakout groups are are wonderful. At, you know, just uh, in terms of hearing where people are coming from, and I oftentimes find I might be thinking about, okay, I need to do this, or this is my experience. This is what I need to, or this is kind of what I'm worried about. And so, to hear one of your classmates, they might they might ask a question or be thinking about something that I it never even occurred to me. So I, I love that sort of um, collaborative ness um, in, in terms of getting prepared. Um, maybe a little bit more on that line, you know, in terms of facilitating connections. Um, so we've got WhatsApp groups for our full class of 2025. And then we also had several different groups, um, whether it's by region of the world, country, um, you know, from different uh, backgrounds uh, that some of our students have had. Um, so I think those WhatsApp groups have been super fun, great information sharing, great way for people to connect, 
Uh, I, you know, I think we always hear about people um, meeting up before uh, they come to Charlottesville. And, and so just having these many different ways to build connections. Um, one of the things Melissa Thomas Hunt has said several times is, you know, she wants students to have several bites at the apple. You know, it's not just come show up, you know, meet your learning team, go. Like she really wanted us to think about what are different ways that the students can engage um, many different ways, many different times uh, before before they move here. I was thinking about um, an in-person event that we had this summer in, in late July. Uh, we had the full-time MBA, part-time MBA, executive MBA students, and MSBA students as well um, at Nats Park, about 100 people there. And um, that's the first time we've ever had that event in that particular configuration. We've traditionally just done it for as a working professional event, but we opened it up to full-time MBA students this year. And I so enjoyed that because we had people who had just come to the U.S., never been to a baseball game, never been to this kind of sporting event before. This is their, one of their first things that they had done there. Maybe they had just come into town uh, for uh, the, the move to Charlottesville. And they're like, oh, well, I want to try this out. This is, uh, this is something I want to see. And Oh man, that made me that made me so happy. And of course, they also got to meet students from the other formats. But um, I think we'll be looking to do that again this coming year. But it's, it's stuff like that I think is also really nice to give uh, students a chance not only to meet their classmates but also to maybe meet some of the other MBA students. Uh, kind of picking up on the theme with where we started with with opening week. Um, so speaking of our students who are relocating from outside the U.S. Um, to Charlottesville, there's also programming and support uh, for these students. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, so every year we host uh, um, a series of webinars uh, for our students coming from outside of the United States um, to help, uh, you know, to sort of talk about, provide information uh, that is relevant to that to that move. So everything from going through the I-20 visa process uh, to student life and sort of the practical things of setting up your apartment furniture and um, the sort of uh, cell phone um, utilities uh, and those necessities. Um, also career services, you know, beginning to introduce many of our students to how the recruiting process is in the United States. Uh, so I think there are definitely some um, cultural uh, nuance there uh, between maybe recruiting in your home country and, and how you might have gone through that process versus how things um, typically may be done in the United States. So a series of webinars leading up to uh, and then the in-person orientation program, ISOP, International Student Orientation Program, but ISOP. Um, and uh, and that kicks things off. So that uh, was July 26th this year. And, um, and so just, I mean, talk about an exciting day. I mean, just students coming. Um, some of them had moved uh, to Charlottesville within the last couple of weeks, some, you know, within the last day, um, but just high energy and um, just such joy. Um, and so for many of these students, we truly have not met them in person. Um, and so to connect in that way and to see them meeting each other um, was awesome. ISOP spans a week um, with a day off in between, as my colleagues um, like to point out. And uh, 
um, it's you know important to um, take care of the full self um, and and to make sure there's some rest uh, in between. But ISOP covers a lot. Um, it covers sort of the nuts and bolts uh, about transitioning, getting set up um, in Charlottesville, understanding and learning more about Darden and the University of Virginia in Charlottesville. Uh, there's a lot of content around uh, the career search process. Um, within the first day of ISOP, the, the students actually uh, participated in improv, um, which was, I think, such a great way to get people talking and to um, get people interacting and uh, sort of break down maybe some of those uh, initial nerves and things like that. Um, so great, uh, great programming. That is coordinated by Larry Mueller, who is our global um, advisor, Denise Carioli, who is in our career center and works closely with our international students, and then our colleague in admissions, Marav Frazier, uh, and a, a larger team there. It is definitely a, a team sport, team effort, um, but ISOP was, um, yeah, that first, uh, that first kickoff to the, the start of school. Yeah, I think that's probably the time where it feels like, oh gosh, this this is this is happening, right? We're getting yes. ready, and and school is almost here. Yeah, the uh, halls are beginning to fill up. The uh, you know, looking down into the dining room from our offices, and you know, just seeing the students there is is pretty cool. And so, uh, there's also programming. I'm thinking about our, our consortium students. Uh, there's also programming for them. Uh, there's forte mm -hmm. uh, events during the summer. Um, and, and, and engagement with those populations as well. Anything you would want to highlight about what we do for those groups? Yeah. Um, two of, of many different partners that we have with external organizations. So the Consortium for Graduate Studies and Management, um, students who apply through the consortium, um, uh, you know, apply through a common application, if you will, and, and can uh, uh, apply to up to six uh, partner schools. Um, if you're admitted through the consortium, that process, the admissions process, essentially flows into the Darden application process. But one of the real benefits um, is, and uh, maybe I should start by saying the consortium's mission is to increase the number of underrepresented minorities in business. Um, and so uh, U.S. and permanent residents are eligible to apply through the consortium. Uh, I think one of many benefits is that it really expands the network, uh, not just your network of your MBA classmates and of your school, but also of the uh, many different partner schools that are part of the consortium. So consortium students are um, uh, able to go through the or attend the orientation program. Um, and so that happens in different cities um, in June every year. Uh, but students will go through that. It, there is um, some, you know, programming that's related to sort of all business school students starting their uh, their respective programs. There's also opportunities to network. And so uh, there are corporate sponsors who attend orientation programming. Um, so the, the Darden Consortium students are spending a lot of time with each other, getting to know each other, but they're also doing a lot of fun social activities. And Darden does a really nice job. Christian West 
In our admissions team, he works closely with Kellogg Lilleveld um, and uh, Christy Gunville in our career center to do some prep programming. So to help our consortium members um, feel ready for the, that networking opportunity. So there's career preparation leading up to something similar with the other partner organization you mentioned, the Forte Foundation, which is a tremendous organization that works with women uh, at many different stages of their career. Um, but again, sort of that similar mindset of, of uh, resources for women in business. And there's the Forte Conference that happens uh, in June as well. And so, again, some of that um, uh, career preparation to help uh, our students participating in that conference um, feel like they, you know, can uh, talk to a recruiter, share their story, kind of just have more of a, a sense of, of how that uh, process and, and, and how to be ready. Yeah, that's another time in the summer where I feel like school is is on on the verge of starting. Where you start to see posts on LinkedIn, photos uh, popping up of people at at these conferences, and so um, hopefully our, our our listeners here are getting a sense of there's quite a bit that happens oh before goodness. you start yes. start your MBA program, but it. It's all positive. It's all here to help and support you as as you take take this step. And hopefully, the thing that people are picking up on here is there's so much support on the mm-hmm. career front, on the academic front, uh, socially, right? Yeah. And I think that's also, I mean, socially, you come to a new environment. Maybe you don't really know anybody. How are you going to meet these people? Uh, take full advantage of this stuff that happens prior to the start of school. I always tell people if you can do that, it tends to mean the first day of school doesn't feel like the first day of school, no matter where you are, life, career. You know, coming to a new environment, being in a school environment for the first time in probably a few years. Years, that's that's change, right? And that can that can be challenging. Uh, but having a support network around you, making some of these relationships before you get started, super super helpful to folks. Yeah, and one thing that uh, on that social front that I I didn't mention, and this was um, uh, really uh, the vision of Melissa Thomas Hunt coming into her new role um, as dean of the program, um, is this concept of a who crew. And, and so we um, uh, worked with our uh, colleagues in the student uh, affairs as well as MBA program team. And so created these who crew, um, which for for the, the uh, uninitiated, uh, one of the nicknames of the University of Virginia are the Wahoos uh, and then shortened to Who's, H-O-O-S. Um, so um, that might be something you come across in your research. And if you go to any UVA sporting event, feel free to cheer for the Who's. Um, so we have uh, our version here of Who Crew. And so this was 10 to 12 students that we um, grouped together. And uh, uh, actually, we had a, a student, a recent uh, um, alum. So she just graduated. Hannah uh, graduated in um, in May, and then she stayed on to do this project over the summer. So created this Who Crew, created some activities, some, uh, you know, different ways that they could engage virtually from, um, you know, kind of your typical icebreaker to creating PowerPoint slides, you know, to introduce themselves and in, in a, um, a good variety. So the students, the Who Crew, were encouraged to participate in two of these activities prior to moving to Charlottesville. 
And then the Sunday, so this past Sunday before opening week started, they all met um, underneath the tent on Flagler Court and met each other in person uh, and did an activity um, Sunday afternoon. And then they were encouraged to pick a spot uh, on grounds where they could meet with their Who crew and then go together to opening week. So I do think it was this wonderful thread giving this continuity and these familiar faces um, as they walked into sort of the official uh, uh, opening uh, day or opening week uh, program. That's so great to hear because, I mean, I do think about the dynamics of that, right? You think about it from the individual perspective, right? You're one person, there's 600 people in a room, you got your backpack, <laughs> like yes. you're here, uh, you're starting an NBA program. There's a lot of swirl of emotions. You're excited, probably a little nervous right. and like that can probably feel overwhelming. So like those touch points, I think that really matters mm -hmm. uh, to people. It can make a big, big difference. So any final thoughts that you would want to share about the support that happens for students or at least philosophy of support uh, for students here at Darden in this pre-matriculation setting? Yeah. I mean, I, I think going back to um, your first question, I, you know, uh, we are both part of the admissions process and we, um, we love what we do and we're very intentional about how students experience the application process and the resources available to them. And so it's wonderful to be a part of that continuity, you know, coming into the start of school. And so, you know, we work, you and I both work closely with our peers um, in, in student affairs and uh, the faculty program leads and, and the like to really help ensure this is sort of a, a smooth transition. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I love it. I, I, I so enjoy, uh, collaborating with our colleagues. Um, I, I really love thinking about this experience, um, thinking about it sort of what it may be for the individuals coming, but then sort of as the collective class. Um, so everybody has their individual experiences. However, they are becoming the class of, in this case, 2025. And that is so cool. Uh, it's so fun to be a part of it. And so, yeah, just um, know that that everybody is making that transition and everybody's learning curve and adjustment is going to be different. And know that there are people who are here and excited and cheering for you all and want to help, want to be a resource. Know that there are these resources, these programs online, in person, whatnot, you know, to, to really help you um you know, help you think about how you want to start your program and what's going to help you feel the most ready uh, to to begin. Um, so yeah, I, I may not have been as articulate, but I, I just, I, you know, I love to be a part of it. And I love that this is something that we think and talk and work through a great deal because it means a lot to us. And we know it means a lot to our incoming students. Yeah, I think that absolutely comes through in your in your answer. I mean, the amount of conversation that we've had about these things and the iterative nature of this yes. process, right? So um, you mentioned how the town halls kind of came out of COVID and we've continued uh, this practice. Uh, something like Be Ready was developed just, uh, just a few years ago. The accounting moves, it feels like they've always been there. CDY is still relatively... Uh, new. Uh, this Who Crew idea was implemented just this year, right? So we're constantly listening to student feedback, thinking about, you know, what what would be helpful to them so that they can have the experience here that they really want to have. And people, you know, they show up, you know, first day of class and feel like I'm ready, ready to go. That's ultimately what this is about. So um, 
I know this was all about orientation and helping people get ready for the start of school, but uh, we also have a full-time MBA deadline coming up in early September, early mm -hmm. action. And so uh, some of our listeners may be working on an application for that deadline. Do you have a piece of advice, something you would encourage them to think about as they work on their materials? Yes, uh, I know it's exciting. Yeah. Um, so already um, talking to the class of uh, potential class of 2026, um, you know, I think with the application, I, I mentioned it earlier, how intentional we are with this whole process. The application is this great way for you to share with us, um, you know, highlights, things that uh, you've accomplished, things that you're excited about, you know, your goals and aspirations, what you've gotten involved in, um, you know, what you've done professionally and, and academically. Uh, you are able to share a lot with us through this application. Um, you won't be able to share everything. Um, and that's you know, important, you know, it's important to be able to uh, be able to determine what are the most salient points, what is that narrative that you really want to share, your your story that is unique uh, to you um, and authentic to you as an individual, and then who you will be within, you know, the Darden community. And so um, taking that time and care, which I know everyone puts in so much time into this process, um, we really value all of that and getting to uh, know you, you know, through your application and then potentially through an, an interview. Um, so spending the time on the application uh, a couple days before you plan to submit, you know, close it, walk away from it, come back with fresh eyes and read it through from start to finish. Um, you know, making sure if there's any uh, dots that need to be connected or maybe anything uh, that you'd like to explain further, um, you know, just making sure that uh, there is that through line uh, through your application. And then to to those applying in early action, uh, this is a great chance, uh, a great opportunity in this round to self-initiate your interview. So um, we begin those interviews Monday and we'll continue through uh, the middle part of September. Uh, we will continue to open up interview slots through the middle of September. So if you go to schedule your interview and there's not the right time or slot for you, uh, keep checking because we will we'll open up more. Uh, but we're Super excited. I mean, this is uh, this is um, just a, such a, a fun time of year for all the reasons we've talked about with the class starting, but also um, beginning to interview uh, with this within this new admission cycle. Yeah, it's all it's all happening. It right? is all happening, it's all happening right now. Yes, absolutely. And so um, for those of you who are working on an application, you know, best of luck. A lot of resources out there for you um, on Discover Darden blog. Uh, we have a app tips playlist out there on Spotify. should also be able to find that on the blog, application process pages, FAQs. We're always here to help. So um, Whitney, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about uh, this onboarding orientation uh, experience for students. Because I, again, I think this is a bit underreported yeah. and like there's so much to talk about here and there's so much goodness here so thank you for coming on the podcast oh my absolute pleasure so thank you so much brett and that was my conversation with whitney kessner managing director of admissions for the full-time mba program here at the darden school of business as always if you have any comments suggestions requests anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast we're all ears we can be reached at darden that's c-a-r-d-e-n at virginia.edu Till next time stay safe be well and thanks for listening